0: Hey everyone, it's Naomi Sneakus and welcome to the firecracker department Well, another week another firecracker I could actually do an interview every day I could do two or three a day and have a full year of firecracker interviews but I can't because I gotta research and I gotta live in the space of the people that I'm about to talk to like I want to watch I listen to um other podcasts about the person I would watch clips of their movies and uh that all takes time so I'm doing the best I can and I'm gonna keep going and do a firecracker a week until I can't do it anymore how about that Now, we are uh, shooting season seven right now for Mr. D, and so I'm going back and forth to Halifax, where we shoot, and uh, I'll tell you what I love. I love, well, first of all, I love Halifax in the summertime, it's the best. Can you hear? Listen very carefully, can you hear the lobsters? Love lobster. Um, I do love Halifax in in the summertime, and I love the people. And then we have this crew, the cast and crew of Mr. D are just fantastic folks. Like from Bruce, that I had to call up and say, Ah, oh, Bruce, I left my computer in the wardrobe truck and he delivers it to me. And Lori, who says, You know, I'm going to make you this little thing for your hair called a bump and she makes one for me. Like it's just a really sweet, sweet group of people. We're really lucky. Jerry's put together an amazing team of funny people and then everybody around the crew is having a good time. It's, uh, it's pretty inspiring. It's pretty inspiring. Everybody, you know, they're all folks that when we're not shooting, you want to catch up with. Jonathan Torrens bought me a lobster roll today, just out of nowhere. There was an extra lobster roll. I said, what's that? Because it's lobster, I love lobster. And he's like, it's a lobster roll and it's for you. Who does that kind of thing? I'll tell you who does jonathan torrens does because he's a one-of-a-kind guy gosh if there was ever a time that i would interview uh, a non-female firecracker i think it might be jonathan torrens oh my gosh could it that be a whole other chapter of firecracker guys i don't know i honestly i i have my plate happily full with interviewing amazing women that um I meet and come across and please tell me tell me um, anybody that you would like me to interview I have some time coming up this summer and uh, I'm trying to pack in as many interviews as I can especially if they live out east because I have time here and I would love to um, meet some firecrackers out here so if you have suggestions of firecrackers that you'd like me to talk to please send them my way especially if they are out east because I have some time on my hands out here and I would love love to talk to them the other thing i did this past week was i uh, volunteered for the lions club over in Apsley, ontario for their flea market every year they have this huge flea market people line up around the corner to get in at 8:30, and it is packed it's packed with people but it's also packed with amazing amazing finds uh, here's the thing that i'm putting out to you firecracker listeners uh, is that at the end of the day, after they've sold and raised money and given away, at, like at one point they sell a bag for a dollar and you're allowed to just fill it up and take away as much as you can because the rest of it ends up in the dump. It's awful, like glassware and skis and little tchotchkes that somebody would love, I'm sure. So if anybody out there knows of a charity that we could connect them to, so at the end of the day, they would come in with a truck and take all of it and then sell it in like Toronto or something because, you know, there's only so many people in the area of AppSleep, but uh, in Toronto, gosh, there's like treasures to be found in this flea market. So uh, drop me a line about that too. Big thanks to everyone who has been commenting and supporting all the episodes that are coming out. I so appreciate it. And as my friend Fad Filippo said, it matters. It really does. Thank you so much to Claire and Paul and uh, Louise and Alan, and um, who else is saying things that are nice? There's just tons of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I had a lovely conversation with our next guest, Rachel Wilson. Now you know Rachel from Republic of Doyle or the cartoon Total Drama or um, Life Coach. Uh, what else has she done? Um, Schitt's Creek. Oh, Breaker High was like a huge, a huge show for her. And uh, most recently, First Round Down, which, um, which is just such a great movie. And uh, it's coming out really soon, so you're going to have to catch that as well. I so enjoyed, uh, Rachel was one of those people that I just sat down and we immediately started laughing and chatting. And uh, um, I've always wanted to get to know her better. I did a movie with her, or a, it wasn't a movie, it was like a, a pilot called day players and she was so fun to hang out with for the day that I was like I want to get to know that gal more and uh, and also she lives in my neighborhood when I'm in Toronto so it's crazy that we don't hang out more uh, anyway so you're gonna love hearing her stories and hearing her thoughts uh, she's a wise funny big-hearted woman and uh, I really love speaking with her so here she is Rachel Wilson But you have I'll a five-year-old. That. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How,
1: how's that working into your it's pretty, life? It's pretty great. He's actually almost six, which is so crazy. Yeah. Six so years is like really fast. When he, uh, like it goes really fast. But it goes really fast in general in the world. Like I think when you have kids, it bumps it up a notch. Everybody says that, and they're sort of, and they're right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for if I think about when he was a baby, it feels like a long time ago. Right. Yeah. But everybody's like, uh, what's the saying? It's like the days are long, but the years are short right so you're like oh I'm so tired as a mom and then yeah. you're like oh my god you're six I'm scared yeah you're do you feel leave. like you've adjusted
0: now to having him in your like five years six years now yeah like, like are you in, in a my, rhythm
1: with your career life. stuff
0: like that because um, that must have
1: ro- I mean well at the beginning when I first had him yeah I yeah. was nervous and I was like oh am I ever going to work again and I was anxious to go back to work mm-hmm. early and in retrospect I'm bummed that I went back to work so early because I think the first year is like a really special year. Mm. And if someone if I could do it differently and yeah. tell my old self, like yeah. it's all different in retrospect. But it like like we were saying, like Winnie and I were talking about it before the interview is like everything is not that important. Like, I know. It's like, we think it's so important. Oh my God, And I know. we're taught, as people in this industry, to be at the back and call of everything. Oh but it's not that important. Like, there's other things that should take precedence, like going to the cottage, like spending like time family with your family and, or your yeah.
0: kid or whatever. I mean, there's a balance, right? Like, our yeah. careers are important, because I think what we do is valuable, yeah. but at the same time, there's
1: got to be a balance. There's got to be a balance, right? Life
0: and health. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. and I think as women, on top of that, the double whammy is like oh, you had a baby, oh, you're aging, oh, you're, you know, this, that. So in my head, I was like, i gotta, I got to show that I can't, I, I'm not down long, I'm not down for the count, yeah. i got to get back, you know. So I took a job at, like, when he was three months. And oh, my God. It was a bit too, it was too soon. Like yeah. I, I probably could have. Who like, was that? It was just a short film, but I went to Switzerland with my mom. It was, like, <laughs> it was a bit crazy. It was really fun. The actual uh, shoot was great. Yeah. The people involved were amazing. But the, um, but the timing for myself emotionally and, Everything was a bit early. Yeah, I would say. So you,
0: your mom, and Henry went. Yeah, we went. Oh my yeah. god!
1: And I was like pumping at night, like a couple times a night, and. <laughs>
0: but th- like women have these great stories of like pumping in the trailer yeah. or like how they dealt with a newborn on set. Yeah, not so glamorous,
1: like yeah. Well, I mean, they're figuring it out. Like they're figuring out how to be pregnant. A lot of people are. Yeah. A lot of people are, and the and there's a lot more awareness about it now. I would say even within the last five years, yeah. that people are being more open to that. I think it was like. I felt at least when I had him that it was starting, but it was, I didn't want to be too big of a deal. I mm-hmm. didn't want to make it a pain. I, I wanted to keep it quiet. I, you know? Yeah. I just was like, I don't want to be a hassle. And like everybody, and my mom's always like, everyone was a baby. Like my, That's right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: everyone but not was everybody one. was a, an actor baby. Like, <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's the tricky part, right? Because exactly. in real, in normal world. I'm going to take patern- or maternity leave, paternity leave.
1: Yeah. You're going to take some time off. Yeah. You're going to hang out with your kid and yeah. bond. Exactly. And then you're gonna go back to work, exactly. but that's not how this works. No, but at the same time, you also have these crazy, huge, extended stretches with your child where you're like, "I'm gonna kill myself because right. I don't know what to do with the baby for like months on end." Right. You know? <laughs> like the beginning was a balance of I need to work because it's what I love to do, and also you know spending time with like this little person that doesn't speak yet, and you feel bound. You know, you feel you can feel like yeah. I felt at times like, "Oh no, you know, is this it?" and um, so it's like a big mixture. What did you do? Of what emotion. did you do when you found yourself going? Oh no! Is this it? Well, I have a really big support system with family and with yeah. my husband. I I was very lucky to have that because yeah. I think if you're isolated as a woman and you were by yourself with that, um, truthfully, I did have pro- postpartum about yeah. 10, ten months after. What was that like? Um, bad and good because. <laughs> Like, it wasn't, like, a walk in the park. Let's be honest. Um, but Rachel it was, Wilson's <laughs> postpartum was great. It was, like, um, it was, like, it was relieving to know that it wasn't just me. Like, when I actually talked to someone about it and they were like, oh, these are symptoms that are presenting yeah. as this. I was like, oh, good, good to know. Um, you know, because inability to make decisions and to cope and, you know, just yeah. general depression and anxiety, like simple things, you know? Yeah. So I felt like I could have, it could have been way worse. I mean, I've talked to women who have had way worse situations. Um, but once I had someone to talk to about it and once I figured it out, mm-hmm. I, it got better. So, yeah, bad and good. Even Talking
0: about that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, I remember in like the olden days, like my mom didn't even want to talk about periods. No. And now, like, I think the more we talk about these things, the Absolutely. more we talk about being pregnant and getting back to work or not getting back to work.
1: Absolutely. And also
0: voicing when producers are great about it and yeah. where they're crappy about
1: it. So that we, you know, people are responsible for it. Totally. And I think a lot of I think that I think that it's ch- shifted and changed a lot. And I think there are people who are very sympathetic and compassionate about it and I think that there are people who just maybe haven't had that experience or don't just don't have that in their spectrum and it's like work is work and and, you know and I understand that too because the industry is tough and you have to be careful not to swing so much one way that everybody is bringing their babies to work and nothing ever happens but I really don't, don't I don't see that happening I don't see anytime that happening. soon. Yeah. And um, I love what uh, Catherine Reitman's done. Like, I think that that's so cool that she's put that on television. With Working Moms. Yeah. yeah. Have it's you done an, an episode of that? I yet? haven't. Yeah. But I think she's great. Yeah. And I really love the show. And I thought, like, I really enjoyed watching um, the situations that are pretty legitimate. Like, like which one's connected with you? Oh, well, the breast pumping everywhere all yeah. the time. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. a pretty, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big one. And, you know, like, just... I've talked to a couple of moms about this. The idea that you can't have it all well. Like, like people are like, you can have it all. No. Something's going to probably... Someone said you can have it all, but not, just not at the same time. Yeah, because something will suffer. Right. Like, if your career's going super well, you're probably going to be missing your baby. And if your baby's going great and you just are so in love, you might not be so focused on your career. Right. And, like, I think it's okay to have it swing. Yeah. You know? And um, people who are like, I am the ultimate multitasker, those are the people who unfortunately myself I've been like that can crumble because mm-hmm. you're because you're like you have to maintain this sort of level of I can handle everything all the time so what happens when you can't right and, you know um just mentally it's taxing like,
0: yeah mentally. where do we get that pressure from you know because I think I, I don't know if that's a female male thing
1: but I know I feel like I got you it together must, all the time right like look then, at all the things you do at, like to be able to perform and function at that high level juggling a lot of balls yeah you know, like, what do you... I call them Matt, but go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just People kidding. People know you need False. support. You oh, okay. I'm
0: so slow. No,
1: no, I just... If I have to point it out...
0: Uh, I'm like the worst at never-get
1: jokes, <laughs> please don't be offended. Because if I don't get your joke, I always feel so... Oh, so no. slow. It makes me feel like at this one time... Anyway. No, I want to hear it. Well, when I was a kid, I auditioned for YTV. And they asked if we could, like... It was like a comedy YTV sketch show. And I was like 13. And they asked if we could come with jokes prepared and stuff. Love it. Yeah. Except for like, I went and told this joke. It was awful, maybe. <laughs> oh it was joke. awful. I was telling the joke and building up and building up, and it was like a big. It was, it was like a big room of yeah. people, and then I fully like knew I forgot the punchline, so I just kept extending no! the joke. <laughs> like I kept extending the joke, and then I was like, and the funny thing is, is that you were adorable. Is that though. I totally forgot the punchline, and everyone was like. Oh no I And I guess someone was like, Oh you're very funny, thanks Rachel. Like it was it was awful. It was awful. I telling jokes is hard. Like how do you do that? I don't like telling jokes. But telling funny stories, like things that have to go
0: somewhere. But you have a funny story. You have that story that happened when you guys went on that vacation. Like everybody
1: has their jokes. Yes, stories. but it's somebody who has a gift that's able to like time it out because like you drop a little information there. Yeah. And but then that's rehearsal. A the, yeah. Like when you've told
0: your party joke. 20 times because yeah. it's a funny like here's a new joke that I'm working on yeah. because I just, just tell it's me. not a joke it's a horrible story. I got pulled over for speeding <laughs> 3 days ago oh no. and the guy was really nice and he dropped it so I didn't get points right? taken away, which is awesome. And then he went to, he went to give me the the insurance
1: and I thought he was going to high five. No. <laughs> <So I'm, laughs> oh sorry I thought you were giving me high fives <laughs> like we can high
0: five if you want anyway so
1: jokes. did he high five you
0: yeah I high fived oh I
1: love but he high fived you back yeah so he was cool
0: yeah he was a good guy
1: oh uh, anyway <laughs> imagine if he left you hanging oh my god it was the most awkward moment in my life you have to put that into something that's really yeah funny. that's really funny and those yeah. are like good stories and I get it I just think it takes somebody who has like an ability for timing to deliver a joke well. And I always sort of wished I there could are tell people a, like that. Tell a joke sure. well. Yeah. But you know people there are people who are really good joke tellers. Yeah. You're right. right. Like Deb McGrath
0: is a good storyteller. Is she? She's so good. Yeah. Colin Lockery is getting better. <laughs> um no, but uh, but you're talking about spinning plates and stuff like that. And and you're right. Like I but I recognize in myself when I'm spinning yeah. a bunch of plates when I'm like, I gotta stop.
1: Yeah, what do you do? You just stop? I just um do you take a break? I don't know. Um, you just, awareness, like you recognize. It's an
0: awareness that I have to say no to a couple of things mm-hmm. so I can focus, and then I try to, like, delegate. And I try to yeah, that's just, okay. or like, I'll go like I'll say no to help. some social things. For sure. So what do you do
1: when you feel burnt out? <clears throat> well, the first part is, like, actually acknowledging that you are, because I think, for me, asking for help, like, especially in the early time when Henry was little, yeah. I didn't want people around Mm. and that's when I actually really needed people yeah so yeah asking for help like you said delegating and um giving yourself a little like time out um going whatever just you know what's time out for you look like um (laughs) I really like (laughs) I (laughs) I can't wait (laughs) I like to collage Really like I'm not joking. <laughs> i got to be honest, I like to clutch. I'm a fan. I, I really like to clutch. I find it really meditative. I like to cut and paste and cut and yeah. paste and kind of like see where my eye gravitates towards whatever image. I like music a lot. I use music a lot to like calm down. So like, like singing or like I like playing. to sing, and but like just music on. Right. Like I like yeah. to play. I do sing. I'm not like professional. But you sing. I one time... Learned how to play two songs on a guitar. Those are the only ones I have in my repertoire. And I do play piano. But we don't have piano in my house, so... But yeah, I love music. Yeah. And so I'd say, like, sitting in a room with, like, music and... Collaging. Collaging is pretty great. Um, I get it. I do bake sometimes, but I'm not that great of a baker. But I usually... And the other day I realized I was, like, calming myself down by baking three things at once. Which sounds kind of weird in the actual process, but actually... I think I'm a bit A D D so I like <laughs> I like having a couple things on the go at yeah. once. But then I'm like checking in with my belly. Like, am I actually relaxed while I'm doing this? Like, or am I like really crazy because faking yeah. you know, through three things at once? But also nature is good. Uh, yeah. And I'm not like a big nature person in my life. I haven't been, but I actually have recently become aware of just going and sitting like, touching a tree, yeah. like, looking at a flower, yeah. like, taking a little spin around the block. Yeah. It just centers you. Um, I don't do a lot of recreational drugs, but in my youth, <laughs> it's like, you know, when you, you may not know, but if you've ever taken mushrooms and you can't get, like, out of the trip, and, you know, I remember people be like, just sit and look at the flower, right. like, hold the lemon, right. hold the avocado, <laughs> just be in one with nature. And so, like, I can be totally sober now and yeah. just do that if I'm feeling... You know? I've never done mushrooms. Did you do a lot of? Not breathing? a lot, because I had that? some bad experiences. Oh. yeah. It was it was very short. I'm a short-lived. I'm not a good drug person. No. <laughs> it's Not professional? <laughs> no. Because
0: you started so early that I would think that, like, the longevity of your career has led you down paths like that.
1: Yeah. Because like, you started, like, at 12. Like, mushroom paths? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, acting. You started...
0: <laughs> but, yeah. I mean... I'm so sorry. My friend James Gangle, like, tests
1: mushrooms and... Really? Them and I'd be like, I'd be terrified. Oh, no, I'd be too scared. I was always yeah. scared. Um, yeah, I started young, um, like, about, a tw- like, I started at about nine uh, doing, like, theater and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Do you remember uh, the shows that you did when you Yeah. Did- <laughs> <laughs> what were they? <laughs> I was in a play called Orphans in Candyland and I played a character named Priscilla Pure. Sure you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to wear, like, a hoop skirt. <gasps> no joke. That's awesome. And like, a p- p- satin pink dress. So you can imagine that I was like, acting is amazing. This is my world. I was nine. I was wearing a satin pink dress, except for when I had to sit, and then the hoop dress, like, goes up over your head, and inevitably, like, several times everybody sees your underwear or whatever. Jokes. Yeah, jokes. Yeah. That happened. Um, and uh, and then I took, a, like, a theater arts class, and I had a girlfriend in my class who was on Road to Avonlea. Her name was Jillian Stevie for anybody who's big Road to Avonlea fans she was amazing because she's like oh you you should come and meet my agent in Toronto because I do commercials and so I was like okay oh, because you were in Ottawa well I was um actually St. Catharines is where I grew up I was born in Ottawa but oh. St. Catharines and then you did theater in St. Catharines yeah okay it was all like recreational stuff so yeah so and then I went to Toronto when I was about 12 and met her agent
0: and what was that like as a 12 year old because it's it, it, Taxing well, as an adult, but a 12-year-old going to I don't to do
1: really truthfully remember. I don't remember meeting an agent. don't remember very much about, like, being 12, actually, anymore. No? No. Just weird. Just kind of weird. Like, I remember... Like, because th- it's such a distant memory now, or...? I remember auditions. Like, I remember... But I don't, like, have a visual of, like, a first meeting with an agent. Mm. Like, I know who it was and everything, but I... I think maybe it was a stressful experience, and that's why I blocked it out. I don't Mm -hmm. know. My little brother was with me just because he had to come for the ride, and then the agent was like, oh, should we sign you too? And he was like, sure. So my little brother also (laughs) did it. My mom was like, okay, you want to? And he's like, sure, because they don't care. It's like a couple kids, they make make some money off of it, whatever. Yeah, but that was old school days when the agents took like 20%, and they were like, you have to go get your headshots done by this person, you have to pay us a fee, and it was pretty intense then. They treated the parents pretty badly
0: back in the day, yeah. Do you remember that time? Like, do you remember, like, going, this is what I want to do?
1: Or do you remember it being challenging?
0: Um, I think this business is challenging. It is
1: challenging. I think I always felt like it was something I wanted to do. But I don't know if that desire was from a healthy place. Right. If that makes sense. So what do you think it came from? Like, a desire to please and to be praised. Right. For sure. But there was also the part of me that really liked to be somebody else yeah like to make so, so it's like yeah there's a relief and a release like you can have any kind of emotion you want outside of your regular life mm-hmm. um and uh i did enjoy that part too like i liked make-believing mm-hmm. like i always did it since i was a kid so it's kind of a combo but child acting is a weird one because yeah. you're already wanting to please as a kid and then you go into an industry that is wanting to please as well so yeah it's the double kind of whammy there. And what were your parents like at that time? Were they, like, monitoring? Yeah, my parents were pretty involved. My yeah. mom was very... Uh, my mom was really the reason that I um, would have had the opportunity to do it, because she drove me for auditions. Right. Yeah, because they had to get All through high invested. School. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were supportive, and... Um, my dad always thought it wasn't, like, the wisest financial choice, career choice. <laughs> he's Scottish. What, what did he do? I mean, he, he was a management consultant. Um, he had an MBA. Right. Like, he was, like, business. very business. Yeah. 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 And uh, three out of four of his children went into the film industry. So yeah. he was a little crushed. Yeah. Because he was really hoping for a doctor or a lawyer or someone steady. Like, yeah. Like, just like, and now I understand because he wanted us to have, like, an easier path. And sure. when I was a kid, I was like, but dad, it's my dream, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll get paid in dream yeah, dollars. Exactly. <laughs> but both my parents were sort of risk takers. And so they did encourage it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my mom, uh, very, it was very artistic. My mom herself, yeah, yeah. And I don't think she did everything that she could have done. So right. she was like excited for us to pursue. My brother and I, and I have younger siblings too. to pursue yeah. like that kind of a path. They're all in the business. though three out of four, three you say? out of four. My sister just actually stepped away for a little bit. But yeah,
0: yeah. So that uh, was the, was there ever a time that you decided it was actually going to be your life, like as a like, because if you're growing up, it's just sort of part of your
1: world. Yeah. I think that time happened probably when I moved to uh, Los Angeles when I was, like, 20. Yeah. And that's... Was that before the Breaker High It business? was just after. It was just after. So I was, like, turning 21. Right. right. I did Breaker High when I was, like, 19, and then... That's crazy. Yeah. It was really crazy. Like, that must have been... Like, that was your first big thing? It was my first, like, full television series. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And it was, um... It was cr- really fun and really fast, and um, and then I did a film called Mystery Alaska mm-hmm. that shot the, in Canmore with uh, uh, Burt, Reynolds Burt Reynolds and, and yeah, his daughter and Russell Crowe. And Russell yeah, yeah.
0: But like, so you started out like at a ten. Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't work your way up to like, and then I got to work with Russell Crowe. You're like, I'm gonna start with work. Yeah. Working I guess, Boston. I yeah. guess,
1: but not really, because I'd been doing it for like I started at twelve, right? Right. So I had been working, like it's weird. Ten year life? Yeah. It was sort of like eight years I so, yeah. till I got like a break or whatever. Right. Because then I was doing like Canadian guest stars and that kind of stuff. And yeah. um roles in films and stuff. Um but that was sort of like a you know, an opportunity to go to the states, um, and I was I found management and representation from the film *Mystery Alaska*. Right. Um, the director's assistant at the time is actually Canadian. Um, a Canadian woman named Shauna McDonald. She, um, sorry, not Shauna McDonald. Shauna, I can't remember her last name right now, but I think it's close to McDonald because it's not that Shauna McDonald. Mm, we're gonna fact check that one. Um, I, <laughs> anyway, she was lovely, and she introduced me to. Um, Jimmy Miller at the time who um, is now uh, mosaic. I don't know if that's like oh, yeah. a mosaic. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And um yeah, that's well that was my intro wow. to, to down there. So I went down there with a lot of a lot of help and support and yeah. kind of it was a nice way to go there. Yeah. Yeah. That's But
0: like when you just going back a little bit to the yeah. the shows that led up to that trip, so Breaker High was that was that a huge deal for you at the time? Like, did you know what a, a huge impact that was going to no,
1: have? No. You were no. 19. Like, yeah. that's such a... No. Baby. They were like, here, do you want to move to Vancouver in two days? It's 65 episodes. We're going to shoot for a year. And you have to decide right now. Speaking of, we always talk about, like, right now. Yeah. You know. Oh, my and God. I was like, but I'm in love. Like, I was <laughs> in my first year of theater school. I was like, hey. Right. Or my second year of theater school. and Where did you go to theater school? U of T. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so then you
0: just pick up and go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. You know how that goes. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't know if I've ever had one
1: of those moments of like, go now. like that. But you know bags. when you feel like it, there's, it's a force outside of you, and, yeah. and you kind of know that it's super frightening, so you have to do it. Yes. It was that kind of thing. Yeah. Second City was like that right? for me. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to do this. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, and you didn't know anybody in Vancouver? No. You just went out there? Yeah, I just went oh out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And was it all good times on that set? Because we were all like... So fun. Teens. So it was like fun. summer
1: camp. It was really so fun. The yeah. only sad part about it was I literally had my heart broken right when I went out to do it. And by a, a, by a lovely guy who we're now friends, it's fine. But you know, when you're 19 you're like, oh my gosh. Like it's everything. everything. This is everything. It's yeah. like what we were talking about before. Like, exactly. It's so important. It's so important. I'm, I'm going to turn down this gig totally. because you and I are going to be together exactly. forever. Exactly. Like I was convinced. But they, um, but the actual opportunity was so great and and, um, yeah, it was a really fun time. A yeah. great time. I lived with um, uh, Tyler Libyan, who played Jimmy, and his brother. And uh, I remember, this is kind of a fun story, when I went, I was like, I met the two girls, my, my girlfriend Terry and Wendy, two of the girls in the cast, and was like, at the read-through, I was like, hey guys! I was like, I think I was wearing overalls, no joke. I'm like, who wants to live together? Like, <laughs> totally green, like, oh, me. And they were just <laughs> looking at me like I was like some kind of small, weird creature, and they were like... Oh, no, we're living in our own apartments. Yeah. And I was like, oh. oh. And then I turned around, I'm like, does anyone want to live with me? Like, I come from university and residence where yeah. I was like, I, the idea of living by myself was like, I was 20, I was like, of course I'm going to live with someone. Yeah, it made yeah. more sense. Yeah. So I got, to, I was like, sure, I'll live with you. That's so fun. Yeah. And then how long did you live out in Vancouver? Only about nine months. It was oh, so man. fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fast. And then I moved um, to LA from there. It's, it's been the most memorable recognizable. Yeah. One. Yeah, for sure. Was there anything
0: challenging about that for you?
1: Yeah, like in my mid-20s, late 20s, when I first moved back to Toronto, Mm -hmm. I felt sort of contained by Mm -hmm. it I felt a bit like I'm only going to be known as this Mm. and um I remember people being like what are you doing now and it wasn't a great time in my career you know so yeah because you went through this big thing exactly but I'm really grateful for the experience and I was happy that people enjoyed the show and do you guys keep in touch yeah yeah um well Archie no not so much like acquaintance yeah um we did all keep in touch for a while yeah about five or ten years when everybody was like nice yeah yeah and I'm still really good friends with uh Terry, she's the girl who played Ashley. On the show. Oh. Yeah.
0: So, so that happened, and was everybody like? I can imagine
1: that you're all a bunch of teens going. We're all going to L. A. Mm-hmm. This is the next yeah. thing. Well, we did. Terry and Wendy and I moved into a house in LA together. Right. The two girls who did want to live with me. Right. In Vancouver. <laughs> we did live together in LA, ironically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody went down there afterwards. How did much. you feel about that move? That's like a pretty intimidating move at any time. I just think I didn't think about mm-hmm. it. And I think I thought it was very temporary. Like, I think I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it out. Yeah. Because that's how they sort of sold it to me. They were like, yeah, just come down and try it out. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'll come for a couple of weeks. They are like, no, I think you should move, you know? And I was like, okay.
0: But, uh, like, how were your parents with that whole thing? They were
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were okay. Yeah, they were, they were encouraging. So things. you never finished theater school? I didn't. So long, suckers. I'm going to go to of LA. Bummed. I was I was, yeah? I, like, there was part of me that felt bad that I didn't, I'm actually like two, three credits shy because I came back and took some courses when I first came back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I had a really supportive teacher who was like, go, it's a great opportunity. I had, you know, mixed reactions from other, like, because you know when you leave the theater community, it's. It's true. People yeah. are like, Well, you're you're not gonna come back no. or whatever, you know. And you can and you do, but but I didn't I never got to have that completion and yeah. I never like in LA it was always about you know, focus on the T V show, focus on the movie. For sure. Right? And I miss I really loved theater school. So. Do you think you'd ever finish? Uh yes. Yeah, you I think would, you might I go get like your last three credits? Yeah. One of them is a science credit, which is the problem. Oh. And I tried to take a course one time, and I had anxiety and had to leave. I was like, I can't, if there's some numbers involved. Yeah, like, no, I'm I get like, it.
0: My dad's a chemistry professor. Yeah. Um, do, do you get anxiety? Do you yeah. deal with that? Yeah. What, how does that look for you?
1: Um, it looks like I've had it for a long time, so I'm very familiar with yeah. it. But how does it manifest? It manifests in different ways, like inability to be still, lots of talking. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, like problems breathing, yeah, but in general, in general, I would say frog in the throat, yeah, in general, I would say that it's um it's it's often compatible if I'm just like aware, sometimes I just talk about it, sometimes yeah. I just say, hey i'm having a lot of anxiety and like so super like feeling i'm super chatty right now or wow i shouldn't have had that like extra coffee yeah. or whatever yeah you know i actually I- shouldn't drink any coffee i don't i stopped for that reason did you? yeah
0: good for you because it was too much do I you feel so like, much better stressed. so well i mean it's been seven years now but oh how so did much you better do it? i just stopped i was like come on naomi it's not making did you, you just have a chat with yourself I had a serious chat with myself. No, I just I'm really no. I'm do really. Do you drink a lot of coffee? No, no. I was just drinking like one or Me two too. a day. And then I just you know I replaced it with uh, like um, like a green tea. Like, no, green tea has caffeine in it.
1: I don't actually like the taste.
0: Yeah, of no, who does? <laughs> yeah, they're liars if they say they do. I have uh, hot water and lemon. Who does?
1: <laughs> but do you miss it?
0: No, like, I every once in a while well have like a decaf. If like I'm sitting down and I'm I'm having like a. You don't have with black somebody, tea. No. Wow. Because it makes me anxious. Because you
1: operate high. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then I spend the whole day trying yeah. Come to... Come back. I chase the... What's it called totally when you're in drugs? It. Chase the horse? Chase the... Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Chase the dragon? Chase the dragon. <laughs> anyway, <I> chase something. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like it.
1: Good for you. And did you find... You felt, like, um, more even after you stopped drinking it? Or, like, did you feel different energy-wise? Or?
0: Yeah. I mean, now I've got anxiety about other things so it's a replacement I know but I don't know like how do you combat that kind of stuff um, instead like like saying it out loud saying it out loud, loud for
1: ten, sure. nine out of ten times somebody goes I get it yeah I'm the same way yeah. you know what I mean it's, and it makes you feel normal yeah it's like if you ever had a bad drug trip and you're like I'm having a bad drug trip and somebody's like oh it's Got okay it. yeah you're right um I also do have a meditation practice yeah yeah what and, is that um I I try to do it daily in the morning and if I can't do it right in the morning I'll do it like a little later the earlier in the day I do it the better because yeah. what happens is your day starts going and then you're like why am I having a weird day yeah and then you're like oh just sit down in the corner over there I actually just Ten minutes in the park when you saw me sitting like in the, uh, the park across the street. It's like I little, was like I was gonna take ten minutes, and I'm still like this. So technically, I should probably <laughs> meditate every hour. <laughs> That's what I'm always like. Wow, <laughs> that works for about a half an hour, and then but it, it it's kind a of, muscle though. Yeah, and it kind of just makes your perspective more, um, I would say, flexible. So for me personally, it makes me feel like more able to deal with whatever's coming at me yeah it's not that big of a deal yeah everything is not that big of a deal yeah um to be less reactive
0: yeah it's also for me it's a muscle because I meditate a little bit too good for you and so that when I find myself in anxious moments like the airport's never like great I always find myself anxious but I've got the skill now of going oh just breathe and you'll go through this it's not gonna yeah it's not gonna kill you what about auditions Oh, I hate auditions. I try. I think I got it all together, and I'm like, I'm like, I'll meditate and I'll breathe and I'll yeah, do everything, and then I'll go in and be like, up the door. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, do you chat with people
1: or no? Um,
0: Does it depend on it the depends day? on the day. Yeah. It depends on the the
1: material. Yeah. If I'm going in for emotional it's lighter, stuff, maybe no not. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I had a chat this morning. I had an audition this morning, and I. Um, there was some nice people in the waiting room and I chatted and it actually felt good. Like yeah. You kind of feel not so crazy and not so in your own head. Yeah. and But it was comedic and it was, so it's lighter, right? Yeah. Um, but sometimes I, yeah, I can't. Sometimes I can't. Yeah. My favorite is if you're like sitting and you obviously don't want to talk to someone <laughs> and someone's like, Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you for so
0: long. I'm like, oh, you're so and, oh calm.
1: You're oh so God. calm. You look so calm.
0: Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on
1: it. And people don't mean to. Like, and generally, what I find is you're in a room of actors, and everyone's trying to calm their nerves. And everybody does it in different ways. Some people like want to talk at you. Yeah. Because that calms them down. But I'm like, don't don't calm, yeah. calm yourself down over here. Or, you know, you gotta
0: wear one of those. You know, in Japan they have uh, they're called I don't even know. Maybe they're called sleeper capes where. they're... They're, like, Sounds hats great. that, like, roll down so that you one. can just, like, zone out from, like, <laughs> anybody <laughs> else. And the people wear them when they commute. Do
1: they not have them here?
0: I'm, I'm sure you can so buy them. they home. wear
1: them on the subway?
0: Yeah, so that they can sleep because they're... That's part of their life oh It's like, their hour-long commuter, two wow. hour commute or so two-hour commute. That's amazing. Sleep. I would be afraid
1: of people attacking me. <laughs> 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 I would... People stealing my phone Or my wallet Well you
0: put it all Like you, it's a hat and you I roll don't trust it down, down and Figure someone knows How to
1: get in The computer
0: bag I'm sure there's a lock Of sorts <laughs> I don't know
1: What do you do for meditation do you Just Do you have like a thing That you the mantra, do you have like um, a- I try to practice silently uh, with, yeah, with a mantra mm-hmm. sometimes, um, often. Uh, so I also do guided. Like if I can't calm myself down and yeah. I need someone else's voice. John Kabat-Zinn has a great one. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called Mindful: The Mindful Way Through Depression. He's written a lot. Actually, the best book, which I got for birthday present a while ago, is called um, Wherever You Go, There You Are. Oh. which is pretty cool yeah. saying. I'm like, how'd you coin that one? Someone else must have said it. Or yeah. Maybe he just said it. I, I don't know. It's a good like expression, expression, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm saying it right. I use that. And uh, I've been known to use Oprah, Oprah Deepak. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Whatever works for you, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. But silence is best, I find, because I feel like it allows me to go the deepest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's challenging. I try to do 20. How do, you, how do you calm? How do you get yourself... <laughs> away from your own thoughts
1: um sometimes I just accept that I'm having them yeah like sometimes if I try too hard to get away from them they continue to come in right so if I'm just like oh there's that thought again oh there's that thought again oh I'm having that thought again yeah um I mean different schools of like spiritual spirituality and like like positive thinking you know self-help stuff will say like um choose different thought. Sometimes I'm like, that different thought is just nowhere to be found. Right. I'm like, yeah. this is the only persistent thought. So I'm like, great, no I'm having thought. that thought. Yeah. yeah. But I, don't, I know that, like, talking with people is helpful mm-hmm. sometimes. I really do find that it dissipates it. If I'll say to somebody, you know, and even if they're like, I feel the exact same way, you know, or even if they're like, they have no solution, it's just good to sort of Voice, yeah, voice it. It's so, almost better if they don't have a like. If they like, try if they to solve, solve try it, it I'm like, mm. Mm. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. some. I have some very like dear people close to my heart who I think tried to solve it. They're called mothers. <laughs> try <Tried Yeah>. to <laughs> solve it. Very yeah. Tony. It's very Tony Robbins. Yeah, you ever done <laughs> any of that? Oh, he's pretty intense, man. But, yeah, yeah. But I've listened. Did you to watch him. his documentary? Yeah, yeah That was pretty yeah intense. I was, I was very emotional when I watched that. Actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I had to take some pauses. Really? The very, the very first one. The girl and her dad. Where she was like. She said she, He said, what's that all about or something? He just dropped right into yeah. what she
0: was actually dealing with. It was yeah. really
1: good. But it's interesting that he called it, I am not your guru. <laughs> because I'm like, it's so you are a guru. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't want to be. And that's the idea behind it. I don't know. It's it's just very hard to be addressing a room full of people like that. And not have it, like, I don't know. It's, it's You're just in such a position of power. Yeah. Right? So you have to be almost like a saint to not... Have some kind of. I believe he's very um, very sincere and like positively. Yeah. He's oriented. got a pretty healthy ego. E- well, you kind of you have, have to, to, yeah. to do that. yeah, But at the same time, his purpose is for the good of people, right? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And so, what did you think of it? Um, same, although I, I was like. I'm attempting to eat again. So oh, yeah, have some cheese. I'll try promise. not to be. I
0: because his his throat is blocked. Yeah. So as a, you must find this too as a theater actor I go something's going on there oh, that is yeah. making you stopping to connect with your thoughts, connect your heart because that's a, that's you're a block. You're totally right. So that's why I was like watching him in his warm up so I'd like <laughs> and like, "Well, how is that helpful? I think you're hurting yourself." <laughs> you know, and if it works again, like if it worked for those people that he He coached. It would be so interesting to
1: like explore that further. I wonder if anybody's written about that. You should write a little piece about that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like physicality is so interesting. That always is a a sign. The reason that I think I choke always at the beginning of being interviewed, apparently, (laughs) is because I feel vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now and why? Like that's. You didn't make me feel vulnerable, but I do feel vulnerable, like speaking about
0: myself. Yeah. Right? But it's so interesting because we go into this business because we're like, look at me. I know. And now we're being given the opportunity of like being looked at. Yeah. But it's challenging because it's almost a challenge of like, let's be as authentic as possible. Yes.
1: And that's, that's hard. That's the work. That's the best work. That's what everybody wants to see is you being your most authentic and vulnerable. But it's very true. I mean... You're really good at it. Um, I don't think. I, I mean, I'm. I. It's a practice, right? Yeah. I work at it. Yeah. And do. Because to be funny and to be that out there, it's it's like the ultimate invulnerability to me. Like yeah. because you you have to go to your most tragic place. Like I believe great comedy is you know you're just showing everything and you're and you're truthfully in your pain. Yeah. Right. Like well, I mean, I mean
0: sometimes it's escape too, though. Right? Like you make a
1: joke to avoid. Yeah, but but a really good comedy is you just see right through them. Yeah, you see that that person's making a joke. But you
0: do comedy. You do it all. Yeah, you do funny like yeah. I like like comedy. That's all very funny. I like
1: comedy for sure. Touching too, like yeah, I like that's the comedy that is uh, easier for me. Mm -hmm. I find like it's straight straight comedy because broad is it can be tricky. I think that like I don't know. I always watch like Jennifer Aniston on Friends. Yeah, like. That to me though those like sitcom is like so skilled like I know what those people are doing and it's like a certain level right it's a certain level and like you too like it's a a comedy show that looks natural is so technically skilled yeah right yeah so I think that I I'm still like working on having. Like a certain about, like I, I would say my comedy is more natural and more, I don't say natural, but just no, more, it is like the more movie, subtle, I guess.
0: What's this movie? I keep calling it First Round Down. First Round Down. Yeah. I don't know why I call it Shut Down. First Round Down, like you're, you bring comedy to that character. Right. Like it's not like, yeah. <laughs> like it's,
1: but it's. She's not totally straight. No. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. It's, it's the. It's the layer of comedy that you bring. And it's also a vulnerability that you brought to that character, too, which is really beautiful. Right. And do you look for that when you do characters? Do you look for that, like,
1: the thing that's going to crack you open? Yeah. I I think, like, when you're... I think... (laughs) I think that if there's an area that could be... I like it when it's not cookie cutter, Mm -hmm. like, girl next door surface right Mm -hmm. or there's just room for that there's Mm -hmm. just room for a character underneath to I'll see a character be like oh yeah there's room for that character to like have something going on I like a character to be a bit messy I like a character to be a bit surprising I like a character to be not totally figured out I like it if the character has yeah vulnerability like if there's it could just be one line and you're like oh that's actually that person's thing but the rest of the time they play something else you know um Trying to get out of it, trying to get out of your vulnerability. Yeah. And the character is always so interesting. For yeah, us,
0: it's so interesting, right? Um, yeah. Do you? When's the last time you saw something that you did that you were like, "Oh, I was connected." <laughs> what a hard question you Well, you know that I mean like like when were you proud? I like you know there's a lot of footage out there of you, and I'm sure there's stuff that you're like, "Yep, that's that was a good day," or that was the day I really like. I love my performance. Yeah,
1: well, I feel like I was given a lot of opportunity to really go. There when I was doing Republic of Doyle, I thought so too. Yeah, Yeah, really. There was some time, right? Like there was some. Sometimes you you just get a chance to play a character that has like a bigger colors, yeah. Or you know they're like, okay, we want to explore the unhinged part of her, or you know, Um, and uh, Steve DeMarco, Alan Hawco, like that episode. um, There was an episode that I got to do where they were they were just you know we choreographed it, but then they just said you know they like I felt like there was just room to breathe mm-hmm. and I felt like it didn't have to be perfect and I also felt like I needed to make it as truthful as, as possible so I felt good about some of the work I mean truthfully so hard you know you watch yourself in 10 episodes and you're like or whatever and and you're just like oh all I can see usually are the things that I would fix so yeah. it's hard right yeah um but I did really love playing that character. That was it was really fun. Yeah. And um, and actually this year it was really fun to do. Uh, it's it's just a trailer that we did, but with Valerie it was really fun to play the um, part of uh, Katie in this life coach. Oh, thing.
0: the life coach stuff. Yeah. 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 It was yeah fun. I feel like that. Like it's also having a trust in the director or the creators. She's that so you're, great. Yeah.
1: She's like setting up a stage there. Like you can do. You can go there. She, yeah. And she had it all mapped out. Yes. And and she had right my back. Yeah. 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 Totally. And it was nice. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else I can think of. But uh, I, I I, like to, if I get a chance to try. Oh, yeah, I, tr- I got to try something kind of different in uh, when I broke with Bruce McDonald. There was like a. I was playing a mom, just like a regular mom. Oh, in the um, in Hellions. So I saw she that. It was kind of crazy at the end. But, but it's really good. Just fun. That was fun. It was yeah. a great turn of that character. It was, fun. it was fun, right? Yeah. And friends of mine who you probably know, um, Claire Stollery and Scott Cavalera, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, did it and was directed by Mark O'Brien, a short film called Who's Hannah? Okay. And um, Rick Robertson and I got to play husband and wife. And uh, I'm like, a tr- again, It's I really enjoy playing someone... I think I'm hopeful, hoping as I age which I am doing <laughs> doing damn it. It well damn no. it I am aging or if we all it. age I mean otherwise I'm going otherwise enemy. you're yeah. dying so you're doing well you're right yeah, yeah. Um, to play characters that are like a little bit more in control um, you know have a little bit more weight a little mm. bit more power because um, I slip into like Because there's, you know, in your 30s, it's like the crazy, Mm. crazy lady, the crazy, demented, emotional, vulnerable. Um, It's fun to play somebody who's unhinged. Yeah. But how could I harness that power in like a different, you know, direction too? So it's not all out there and it can come kind of in. Um, I'm kind of excited to do that. But in the film, Whose Hannah was really fun because I got to uh, be kind of like, like, it's just fun when you get to do something edgier, Yeah. you know, hold a gun, be a little out there. Yeah. Do you, do you seek roles like that, or do you just wait for things? Like, do you turn down things? Um, <laughs> oh gosh, good question. The only things I, I do truthfully turn down are things that I find would feel exploitive mm-hmm. to myself or my gender. Yeah. Um, and now that <laughs> Have you a, had that, now that I'm a mom, yeah. Like, there's sometimes when you read something and you're just like, you know what, there's nothing redeeming about this. Mm-hmm. And Generally, I don't turn down a lot. I'm always curious. And sometimes, you know, if somebody comes and offers me something, I would like, you know, if you don't, you know, meet the director, or meet the producer, you like them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm curious. I want to work with you and see, you know, where it goes and what it's going to be like. Um I uh, I always find I generally learn something from a project. So the only way that yeah. I would is if it was something that was offensive yeah. to me in some way. Yeah, You know, because you never really know how something's going to go. Sometimes you could be like, oh, it's going to be amazing, and it's not. Yeah. Or you'd be like, I don't know about this, and it's incredible. Yeah. So I don't always trust myself as the best. But I do have that internal thing that's like... Eh, this doesn't feel good. Probably changed when you had Henry, too. Yeah. Because
0: he's suddenly going to be watching. Yeah. In some form. Yeah,
1: actually, to- totally. But I've always kind of been a little bit like that. Um, uh, protective of um, women. Protective mm. of, like, like overly feeling exploited. I yeah? Yeah. Where does that come from? Probably from being a kid. And like in, a, the, in the, the industry. industry. Yeah. I mean, it, it is Did you like, see a lot of, it's like... It's a rampant, subtle sexism yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah. All over the place. But,
0: and you know what? Here's something men don't even know. Mm-mm. Like, there's some guys
1: that I really they like. think you like it. Or yeah. they think, like, you know, they're being sweet or nice. Yeah. It's, they think you're they're giving you a compliment. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't know how... Like,
0: I still haven't... Um, honed the ability of saying like what i do now is "Mm, that doesn't work for me
1: (laughs) good for you right that's like i that's my go-to of saying as opposed to um can we have a discussion about this like i don't that doesn't suit my personality yeah and the more big deal you make of it it's like energies like you push against it then it becomes a big yeah a big thing so you'll just say that doesn't work for yeah like if somebody said that's great this guy said something
0: about um, this woman in a bikini or something and I'm like I don't want to hear I'm like you know what? just so you know this discussion doesn't work for me I love like, it, it doesn't- I'm
1: totally gonna steal that it's can yours. I steal it yeah.
0: please well how do you deal with it when you see something or that you're part of something that you're like ugh
1: you know what? I truthfully haven't always dealt with it well. No, I I find that I've internalized a lot of it, unfortunately. Yeah, and I you're not the only one. one. Yeah, and I'm guilty of that. And I know that it's because you know, you want to not rock the boat, and I you want to be diplomatic. You want to be easy. You don't want to be known as someone who's hard to work with. You don't want to be a diva. You don't want to be whatever. All those things that they say that you are if you speak up. Um, right, it's easier as I'm aging, and I think it's because. Um, just experience and also uh, there's less of, of a threat I, I find that I feel you know I don't know you're not like it's going to sound terrible but you're just not hit on as much and you know it's like the, being a 20 year old it's on a true. set is so different than being true. you know and, and so there's yeah. a little bit more of like you can kind of play both sides and I don't feel so much as like I'm the, like a predator like there was like a predatorial when yes. I was younger because I didn't know and I didn't understand yeah. and I didn't you know know what I was walking into or I'd walk into a bad joke or I'd walk into an inside thing or just so much talk around you all the time about things that were totally inappropriate yeah, you know and you had to laugh it off because you're the only girl or you're like whatever yeah. you know um and just having a stronger sense of yourself. Like, just being able to be like, I don't really love this discussion, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be like, I can't believe you guys, like you said, or just are talking well, like that. Or if you want to say Like, if you want you to step out and go, you can. I can't
0: believe it. It's just for me, that doesn't It
1: work. makes it a bigger issue because, like you said, most of the time, men or whoever is, is having the conversation are not aware yeah. And and if you truthfully said to them, Wow, this is really upsetting me, they might be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. You know, but it's but if hard... you're on set doing a comedy, it's not gonna you be You can't great. <laughs> and and as a woman it's hard too because you're you're as an actor woman, you're it's hard because you're expected to like roll with it or this yeah. is kinda of funny, or you're pushing the envelope. So especially in comedy, it's hard to know, like this is like maybe making me uncomfortable, but it's gonna be really funny or you know? Yeah. It's, Was there a time that you went, oh, that's the last time that happened? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. I mean, we were a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. And maybe a subtle internal shift has occurred. Yeah. And I would say that probably it's only been the last couple of years where I'm s- slowly starting to if I say this lightly, but like take everything with a grain of salt and care less for people's opinion, mm. uh, so then I'm not so afraid of being myself you right. know so I guess that this shift might be like in my head I've had a chat with myself well if that were to happen again I would do this yeah you know it's just like bolstering yourself up so that yeah. you know I um and I have I'm actually quite a big advocate for others and it's easier for me to speak it and point it out when it's happening to other people sure. but it's harder to do it for myself so um, I'm working on that. Yeah. Well you're a big sister, right? Yeah. So you, yeah. You, you Are you two? No. No. Are you do you have a, a I have uh, an older brother. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. the eldest of four, yeah. So I do I do feel like that protective kind yeah. of thing. But sometimes people don't want you to protect them either. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I've been in like codependent things where I'm trying to take care of right. people and they're like, I'm okay. I can take care of myself. Yeah. And then I gotta look at that, you know, it means I probably should take care of myself.
0: <laughs> right? You just did a great little therapy on yourself just then. Because you t- you're absolutely right. Like, if I sometimes go... Like,
1: what do I need, right? Yeah. Like, if I want that,
0: then I should be looking mm-hmm. to myself for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes it
0: just comes out how, how do you uh, How do you balance your life with the things that are going on next? Because you're... you're you're doing. You're not doing a Republic of Doyle anymore. No. So, what's the next thing that's coming up that you're?
1: Um, well, I just worked on something pretty exciting. I have a friend, um, a coworker. His name is Ali Masiaki, and um, if you know Al mm-hmm. Um So they formed a production com- production company called Without a Flock, and they're making it's. It's cool. They're making a film, but they're making it with like nine films within. A, a full length feature. So I worked on oh. a, a short film that's part of an anthology oh, yeah. of nine. So, and each film is going to relate to the other film. Oh, and cool. it's cool. It's yeah. kind of. Um, It's kind of different, and they've just completed their first anthology, and they're set to produce another one in the fall. And uh, the idea is to take all the films to film festivals and then also play it as a whole. Yeah, Yeah. great. Yeah, it's it's really cool, so I got to work on that, which was really fun. But my question is, do you have, like,
0: an inner need to create? I do. And where did that come from? Because if you started at 12 and were sort of given... Um, roles quite regularly and easily, right. that's not necessarily a muscle that you ever had to exercise.
1: It's not. And this is such a great question. Um, I think that uh, naturally I like being in the creative process so I think like building a character always felt like I was creating or <laughs> collaging. <laughs> it's oh, like, true! I was really creating, or sometimes I'll do like a character playlist collaging. or I'll do like a map of the character's sort of like inner workings you know. Um sitting with people collaborating breaking down a script mm-hmm. that kind of stuff I do write but I am nowhere near any kind of like script writing ability at this point which is like really Rachel because you've got almost half your life oh, over so I, if at some point you know I feel like I may not have the I don't want to rule it out but I but I know that there's an attention span and a discipline that needs mm-hmm. to be there and I feel like I'm more verbal and I feel like, I'm better with a group of people in terms of collaborating. Yeah. Um, so but I have produced a little and I'm sort of interested in doing that as well as um I mean I think it's where it's at. I think I think as I move ahead in this industry now, I I do see the need personally to be um more involved in that area of my career. So, you know, obviously work in T V and film in any capacity I can, but also to focus on, you know, can I can I streamlined it into making projects happen for myself, for people that I work with. At this stage, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm pretty new to it. Yeah. But I have enjoyed the few kind of things that I have. Do you produced. feel pressure to create? You know, I don't. I actually feel kind of more excited to do it. But I think it's me that's holding myself back. Like, I think I'm like, well, there's already so many people. There's right. so many great people. There's so many good people. Right. Yeah, I mean, right, he's Everybody's yeah, already yeah. doing it already. The yeah. I'll leave already, it up to them. They, they know how to write. Like, yeah. I do think that writing is a really big part of it. So I am But there's something thinking, stopping you from writing? Yeah, I, I, um, it's the structural part. I, I, I feel right. stressed out and anxious about having to have a plan. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm right. pretty good. Like, if someone came to me and was like, here's a plot of a scene. Can you just write this? Right. I'd be like, OK. So I I would I feel like I, as a writer I'd be good in chunks, right? But uh, but the actual overall arching like vision is overwhelming. Right, and I'm by no means
0: a writer, but you know that like that the overall is the overall arc of something is just a bunch of chunks.
1: I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I do. You're so cute. <laughs> I do, and and so you would think that I would be like, oh, that's just that. Yeah. I do, but I still. I feel like to be legit and to be taken seriously, you have to be able to go in and be like, this is the thing, and this is how, you know, this is where we see it going, Right. this is the structure, and this is how it's de- broken down. Right. Different writers have told me different things. Like, different people have been like, oh, you can write like this, or you can write like that. Yeah. But a lot of the writers, good writers that I know are like, every day an hour oh my two yeah. three hours in the morning like disciplined and- but you know what you do you yeah you know it's what true. I mean? like, it's true this whole I feel like you do you is a phrase
0: that has come out in the last like year and yeah. that, so, it echoes in so many things that I, yeah. I am part of but it's kind of like write how you want to write yeah if you want to write like, a scene one day, and then three days later, another scene. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, going, oh, I have ten scenes. is us try a st- to put them yeah. Like, life, yeah. do
1: what works for you. No, it's good you. advice. You're, you're, you're no, totally right. I, I just think
0: that we cripple ourselves because we go, well, I'm not going to do it because that's not how it's done. Yeah. And
1: what, like... It's limiting, for yeah. sure. But you do write. I do write. And you have write, written for a long time.
0: Well, you know, I uh, I need deadlines to write, yeah. for sure. And... Uh, I feel like that's th- human nature. Otherwise... Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. Or I need somebody to answer to as well. Yeah. Like I love the collaboration. Yeah. I'm not good uh, going. Well, I'm going to write this for myself yeah. by myself because it doesn't yeah. work. But uh, like you know, you we have had to Matt write. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sketch and stuff through Second yeah. City, but I think everybody is on their own. What's your process with it? I'm like totally. Oh yeah. I'm just, <laughs> cur- I'm just curious. I really am. If, well, like, what do you want to write? Do you have a story in your heart? Lots of stories. Like, do you have a thing like that comes up every once in a while? Going, that's a really beautiful story.
1: It's blocked. It's blocked. Yeah, I do have it, but yeah. I but I don't like. It's not. I think it's blocked by by things and people and like people that mean? I want to write about that. Oh you right. You know. Yeah. Like personal connections to things, not feeling like ready to, you Expose know, be things. that vulnerable or. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because I do think it's important to have a very personal story. Yeah, I think that's what the best writing comes from. Right? It's the easiest. Yeah, because when you hit a scene that you don't know, you just go, "Well, what would I feel yeah. about this?" Yeah. And you write it. I've just something's coming to mind. Have you interviewed Molly McGlynn? No. Um, she's an amazing writer and director woman. <laughs> I make her sound weird. She's a woman. Yeah, she's a, a woman and a director. <laughs> <laughs> and she's speaking of vulnerability, wrote a film called um, "Given Your History" about losing her mom, um, to cancer. And uh, Kate mm-hmm. and I, or played like sister. So it was sort of like therapeutic and cathartic. Uh, yeah. Just a really interesting way And in speaking about a good story. Like the story was so personal. Yeah. And, um, and it was really well, well received because she so truthfully and honestly and bravely put it yeah. out there.
0: Yeah. It is yeah. brave. Because the other thing is, you know, somebody said to me, you have to write what you know. You have to write from your heart. But then it's doubly, triply as painful when somebody goes... I don't like what's in your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I've just exposed just to myself. To get yourself, to,
1: to, yeah. Well, and made con- this
0: film or made a project. Totally. goes in that whatever you're feeling, I don't like totally. it. Totally. Well, it's yeah. the
1: conundrum of the audition. Yeah. They're like, be as raw and open and vulnerable as possible. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, she just, she was overdoing it. Or, right. she, or yeah. She, it. she was just, like, not even there. Have you heard like, that? Oh, gosh. Countless. I mean, rejection yeah. is, like. Yeah. It's a you got to go for it, though, and that's in the last your, my message has been over and over is just not being, um, afraid to be vulnerable. It's like, no matter how many times you're literally kicked, yeah. you have like personally, how many times I've been, you know, whatever, feedback, you, you know, I- I'd actually prefer real feedback and I do, even though it's hurt- hurtful, mm-hmm. it's better than like, no, no, she was great. Um, cause yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, really? Cause that's not helpful. Yeah. Um, and, uh, to just keep going. It's just, like, to keep going and to be, like, how what can I take from that that's constructive? And and the the overwhelming message I've been getting clearer is just be more brave and be more vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, and no easy, matter what. Easy even, to say, Easy though. to say. But it's set up so that you literally don't feel comfortable at all. Yeah. You know, um but it's the only way like it, I mean you can be cast and I'm sure you have been and I have to also not from audition mm-hmm. you know just from work you've done previously and obviously that's like the nicest gift when someone always right. like, oh, saw something in I, I don't think the that happens very
0: often but that happened to you with the, the spy who shagged me
1: yeah didn't you just get given that yeah. one? well yeah. did I Yes, because I'd worked with the director, yeah, and first round down, these guys were amazing. I had never met Jason and Brett, and and they did offer me, and and we sat down, but you know, when you sit with someone and you're like, wow, these people, I love their sensibility, Yeah. and they were um, so, uh, they were great, and I didn't know, I didn't know their previous work, and um, they were just a total pleasure. Such, yeah. a, such a fun time.
0: Yeah, you can tell you guys have. Great they were so fun in that movie. They were
1: so fun. Just hanging out in, in hockey with. arenas,
0: <laughs> and like, like that character too. What a fun character! Yeah, to be able to it was fun. That's not something that
1: no, you play a lot of. No, and they were cool about that. They kept saying, you know, we want you to feel like you can do something edgier. Like, you know, she's got a bit of femme fatale. She's the girl next door, but she has like this dark side. And, yeah, and it was fun. It was really fun to do that. Yeah. holding a gun is actually really fun. <laughs> And I feel bad about saying that because I'm like, my son cannot play with guns. No? But. Do you have a rule? Mm, kind of. He has one, but it's it, has, it shoots nerf.
0: No, my brother <laughs> had a, a stick that was called the gun, but they didn't allow guns it's, in our house. Because
1: it looks... It's so unnatural. A. Yeah. Be like I'm like if you have that, you can't point it at someone's head, you know. And no. all they want to do is point it at your head right. or your, like eyeballs. Yeah. It's awful that they make them for children. It's wild. But it's wild. It's like in nature, human nature, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. So do you have a process that you go to
1: to get uh, like more vulnerable, more truthful? Yeah, I do. And I don't know. Recently, I've been finding it's about. Um, I do, I do by myself and it's, I find it can go very easily by myself somewhere. Music helps me Mm. always, um, running it with people, running it with fellow actors and friends, um, helps, uh, writing. I write as the character sometimes. Oh. That helps. See, you're a writer? Hey. Yeah. But not like just, it's just for me. Yeah. Um, but sometimes picturing myself in the room before helps Mm -hmm. sometimes, um, Sometimes, like, literally opening my heart, like, doing opening things mm-hmm. helps. Just knowing that I'm th- opening things. Like, like, opening my heart. Up, like, opening physically. my heart. Like, you're body, doing this physical physi- thing. Yeah, physical. Yeah. Um, oh, there, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and there was a hilarious TED talk uh, a couple years ago where it was like, I don't pal-
0: think TED talks are known to be hilarious, but go on. Oh, that's like- <laughs> I thought it was hilarious
1: because the woman was like, um,. You might have seen it. It's the power of body language. Yes. So it's yes. like... Right? And so before... for There was a period of about six months, a couple years ago, where I was like, yes! Yeah. Yes! Before I went to audition. Because it's like, feel what it feels like to just feel good after. Feel what it feels like to be... have in your head done a successful job at whatever interview you're going to. You know? And don't enter the room like this. Yeah. And don't cross your arms. And don't say, I'm sorry. I'm wondering if... You know? It's just all those things that... Um, Personally, like making myself small and making myself, you know, unobtrusive has just been a habitual thing for a long time as, as a human. Yeah. And so, how can you just, even if you don't feel it, just take more space up? And, I love that. Right? Yeah.
0: Did something happen that made you try to take less space? Like, as a big sister, it doesn't seem like that would be. In
1: um, I that. was always afraid of being too dramatic. We told, like, you're too dramatic yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. But too that's dramatic, just- too sensitive. Because you're a good actress. Maybe, but... I think the sensitivity is the thing. I think when you have a lot of emotion and other people can't deal with theirs, they don't want you to have it. So it's like, contain it, you know? Mm. Um, and even I remember in theater school, or I remember teachers, or I just remember like, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing too, but it like the expression, don't get too big for your bridges. Like mm. don't get too big for your bridges. Right. So the minute you start feeling good, they're like, mm, you know, right. so be careful. So I was like, okay, oh, I'm feeling good. Well, don't feel too good. Cause they're going to get you down. Right. You know? So it would be that, like, I'm excited, contain it. I'm excited, contain it. Um, and then after a while, you just kind of dull it. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. And, and I'm learning to, like, um, not good at it yet. But if you have any kind of victory, actually sit in it for longer than a second. Yeah. You know, because it would be very common in my house to be like, oh, you got a job. Okay, well, what's the next thing? Right. You know? Right. And don't get too excited about that because there might not be another one coming for six months or. Right. You know, it's like a forced humility, which I think people need. But I think as a kid, it's like it really gets ingrained in you. You don't want other people not to like you. You don't want to act like you have too much. You know, you don't want to. Yeah, I just remember like. To me, being small was like safe and, mm. and not. Oh um, I, I was bullied in grade six. Oh, like I mean, sure. I've, I've, I'm sure everybody has like experience. No, what it. was that? I just had like a woman who a girl. She was she was a young. She wasn't woman. a woman. She was a young. <laughs> yeah, woman. I just had a bad bullying. Experience yeah, in grade six, so, and it was. But like, it shapes you, right? Yeah, I was about twelve, so it was like that. Going into high school was like be blendy, like blend right. into the woodwork. So I acted, but I didn't want to be in the spotlight. And it was, like, a secret thing that I did on the side that no one knew about. Right. Yeah. And then one day... And I didn't like to talk about it. And right. I hardly talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you... How did you get over that? I never really did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit in my 20s, but I think that's why I had trouble in a way. Um, because they were like, you need to be a star. Like, I remember... Right. Like my manager would be like, Jennifer Lopez looks in the mirror every day, and she's like, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. And I was like... Ooh, I don't know. everything about that feels odd and awkward and you know uh you you have to believe that to yeah. say to say that I mean I guess Tony Robbins would be like you just have to say it and then eventually you believe it." well but fake it till you make it, it sometimes make it, right? too yeah. yeah yeah so which is sort of that physical
0: stuff of like I don't yeah. feel like putting my yeah. arms up and stretching and saying I'm great but I'm gonna do it yeah. until
1: I feel like exactly so I think that it did impede me in my... Because the Canadian or my personal upbringing was so juxtaposed to how, you know, the industry is shaped and formed, like how you're expected to be mm-hmm. to really be successful in a place like Los Angeles. Right. You know, because even if you don't believe that, you have to pretend that you do. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know. yeah. Why did you come back? Um, I came back mid-20s because mm, I had... My dad had some health problems. Oh. Um, I was not doing great career wise yeah. and I'd gone through like a breakup and yeah. and I was like, you know, if I'm going to meet someone, do I want to meet somebody here or there? I think I remember having like a, where do I visualize my life being sort yeah. of, and it was more Canada. Yeah. Um, but I think it was good. It was good and bad. Like 20, it was there about 20 to 26. So they're pretty like formative yeah. years. So you know, what happened, happened. Like, if I'd gone down later, it may have been a different experience. But, I mean, I believe in everything happening for a reason, so yeah. I'm pretty Wherever happy. Wherever you really, are, there you are, right? Wherever. Here, yeah. And yeah. I was happy that I had the experience I had there. Do you think you'd ever go back? I would go back if I had a job, but I yeah. don't think I would go back to audition just because it's such a grind. Like, I don't think I'd yeah. go back to live there for right. a whole. You know, and it's more because um, my son, and, yeah. you know, like, actually, like, moving... Everybody there. And it's huge, and the city itself. Like it's it's a hard place to be. There's yeah. great people there. I still have really good friends. No, there. there's lovely people. You know, there, for sure. The weather's incredible. Like sure, yeah. And you guys have spent a good amount of time. Yeah, we right? go back yeah. and forth now, but we don't have kids, so it's a whole other. And we're both in the industry. You're in the industry, but also, what I really love about it, especially as a writer and producer, you, um, your husband, is like, there is no limit. People aren't like, oh, we don't know about that. People are like, cool, Yeah. Well, tell us your idea. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, there's money for that. You yeah. know, there's a lot of yes. There's a lot of like, great, we'll call yeah, you. Yeah, there's a lot of fake yeses so that too, kind of sucks. right? But there's yes. no ceiling. So people no. can really say what they mean, and you can actually achieve something there that you will never achieve here. Do you feel like there's a ceiling here? Yeah. And Have you faced that? or? Um, I, I mean, I I don't do specifically, like, I haven't produced and written and shopped a show around yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but I know from friends of mine who do, it's just that the constant drone note is like, there's not enough money, people don't want to take a chance, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not sure, well, why don't you try for a government grant? Well, blah, 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 you Mm -hmm. know, so it can get frustrating as a filmmaker or a TV show maker too, you know, in terms of funding. Yeah. It's here, it's available, it's just challenging, and competitive. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and probably at, at a certain point, um... I've I've seen it that you know career wise if you want to have your career go to a different place you know you can still live here but you do have to spend a certain amount of time there yeah I think I think you know there's a few people who have managed to really just stay put yeah I think that's amazing Um, but most but you know you know what it's like you do spend yeah got to take some meetings it's good to have representation you know yeah I mean also looking at your
0: life too like your priorities change right you have a baby and suddenly you kind of go ah I'm okay with seeing this kid grow up yeah you know and not challenging them to go back and forth yeah but and then if you do if you do you just work it out right (laughs) yeah you figure
1: it out I have friends who work and like they have little ones and they have to go to different places and you know and then technically I might have to go to a different place and then you just you make it happen yeah um Yeah. And and I think like a place leaves a a mark on you. So I think I do have a little bit of like it was hard. Yeah. Right? So it was great and it was hard. Yeah. So
0: it's almost like you're gonna go back at some point in a different way. To re relearn that feeling or something yeah, yeah. I do but it's it so must have been
1: challenging as a kid <laughs> it was challenging right yeah, yeah yeah. I have like a very strong body memory every time I go back there yeah like driving cars <gasps> smoking cigarettes like yeah. smell of like eucalyptus like I just remember yeah. traffic and like pollution and just like things music you know people It's yeah. very it was a lot of years of doing the same same thing yeah um, it must have been such a relief to come home it was it also felt like a failure did it? yeah did you get over that? <laughs> took a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of sit in things for a while. Yeah. <laughs> took a little while. I'm okay now. Yeah. How long did it take to get over the a idea? A of, couple of good years. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, it was just I felt fish out of water, and uh, there's definitely, like, when you're in L.A., they're like, you're in L.A., and then you came back here, but you don't have, you know, specifically anything that you're working on, so right. what happened to you, so whatever. Right. I, at least I did find it, like, challenging for a couple of years, and... Um, but yeah, it's um, i I feel happy. I'm happy yeah. like being here now. Yeah, yeah. Are you
0: lacking anything here? Is there anything
1: uh, that you would add to the balancing act? Of I would love uh, something steady and consistent. Yeah, and I would like to be here doing it. Yeah. Truthfully. I'm happy to go away and do stuff like periodically, Mm -hmm. but I do, uh, I, that's my kind of, I feel like that's right around the corner for you. Kind of my goal.
0: I do. I feel like that's like, (laughs) like looking at your resume and stuff, like you've been doing like Republic of Doyle and, oh, and a total drama that we haven't even talked about that, but like you've got these great things going on. Yeah. It's just around the corner for you to have sweet. I believe, I believe. That would be amazing. Because also like. Total
1: Total Drama, just to speak about this yeah. for a second, because that's been like eight eight years, nine years. Um, well, I'm no longer voicing the character, so I don't know if they're still they're still doing it. Right. I was on it for like a good four or five years. Right. Yeah. Um, playing the mean girl, which was super fun. Yeah.
0: So when you got Total Drama, you had never done cartoons before. No. So,
1: like you've done them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not as much as you have. That's um, incredible. Well, I think I got lucky because I haven't done too much since. But I... It was really fun. Yeah. It was a super fun experience. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, like, I worked with Scotty McCord. James yes, Scotty. he's fantastic. Oh my God, he's so good. I'm, I'm a fan I knew like him his. from, like, a long time ago. Yeah. But to watch him work was incredible because he's so versatile. Yeah. He could do so many voices. And, and Potenza. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah, all those guys were amazing.
0: So, if you're in ex school that's a good thing to put out into the universe. Then, yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Don't you believe that? Like you just asked him some talked?
1: really nice questions.
0: Yeah. I believe that it's Yeah. Th- I think it's there for you. Like, I think. You know, I've, do you know Naomi Wright? Yeah, you, she's in Dream High Park right now. She's do I know her? fantastic. I,
1: I might know her if I see her. Yes. Yeah.
0: She's such a beautiful actress. And we, uh, we used to live together and we'd have a discussion of, like, what do you want? Yeah. And sometimes just claiming what you want, she was yeah. like, I want to work at Stratford. Next year, she worked at she Stratford. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Putting stuff out is super powerful. Yeah. You have to be aware that your heart is connected to your mind, though, right? Like, you have to really believe it when you say Oh, yeah. Because sometimes I've said stuff, but I but I didn't really like when? believe it. Or, oh, like whenever I make goals.
0: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm like, wow, you said you wanted that, but I don't think
1: you really did. Because... Or if it does come true and you're like, oh, I didn't know I wanted yeah. this. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, And be careful what you wish for. Right. Sometimes you say something. Uh, do you ever do like vision boards? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course you do. You're <laughs> a collager. Sometimes I do them and I'll be like, oh, oh, that happened. I was like, oh, wow, interesting. Like yeah. I always like to look back and see like a map of. I sometimes like there's that. unconscious forces at work that you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Too. I, I have an
0: impatient vision board where I'm like, I did this three months ago. What's wrong with you, think vision board? It must be broken. My vision board must be broken. You're like, what's
1: wrong with that vision board? Do you throw them away after a year? I
0: don't know. I don't know what to do. Do you keep them? I kind of
1: keep them because I like to look back at them.
0: I know, I'm but I want to get runner. rid of things. It's better to get rid of I things. haven't. It's in my house. Are I'm you a, a fire sign? sign? No, I'm
1: a water sign. I'm a Pisces. Water? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Taurus, but I like, really like, I like Pisces. The, uh, I think I have a Pisces moon. Oh. I, if I got my choice. do you know about like, that kind
0: of stuff? Is I that just, your world?
1: I just... I... Well, I do know a little bit about yeah. astrology, but not... Like, I'm not going to read any. But
0: it obviously means something to you. I feel very calm around
1: Pisces. Oh. Mm. That's nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pisces and Pisces is a great... Actually, interesting sign, though, because you're quite... Like, you're very focused, and you're very... Um, like, you personally, and Pisces can be... Wishy-washy? Mm, not wishy-washy, necessarily, but, um... Yeah. Hard to, sometimes hard to make a decision or takes a while to make a decision. Yeah. So maybe you have something else at work. Like you seem very focused and disciplined. I do I yeah, oh to me. yeah
0: I'm not very disciplined. I, I You're try, not very disciplined. I don't think so. Like I think I start I'm answerable to people.
1: You're accountable, so, yeah.
0: yeah, accountable. Is or answerable. Accountable? Anyway, I. I didn't mean to. Correct. Both.
1: You're like, <laughs> I said it
0: right. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Am I answerable? No. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm accountable. <laughs> it's okay. You can say
1: answerable. I know. What
0: you mean. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm the jerk. But that's that's correcting you. No, either. no. That's the thing that sets me is that if I ans if I'm answerable to <laughs> someone. If you're
1: answerable to someone, and you're like Naomi. You didn't answer the thing that you said yeah. you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I you feel responsible. Yeah
0: i can't let somebody down that's huge yeah. for me. letting somebody down is maybe the worst quality yeah of because uh, you care i hate it so much you care yeah. about people yeah 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 but i also have reality too where i'm like i can't
1: do it all no so no we're only human yeah and sometimes you're just gonna be like sorry it didn't happen yeah yeah but um vision boards yeah cool that's you cool seem like vision. you have a good life
0: do you like your life i'm very grateful yeah well, I know, but grateful is. I
1: feel I feel, blessed, I yes, feel very hashtag blessed. I feel extremely hashtag blessed this, blessed this year specifically. I don't Yeah. Know. Um, what happened this year that makes you feel? Like um, you? I feel like I <coughs> just decided to be nicer to myself. Oh. And I feel like I, I could. I, it's still a very big work in progress, but cup helpful, because coming from a Scottish like very sort of like work, finance, um, focused family. It's just like, you know, enjoy things that don't have to do with actual goals and successes. So this year I've, I, I mean, I still have things that I really want, but I, I'm trying to just be more present moment Mm. and like really be in the moment, like in terms of, you know, this is, I have this great son, I have this, you know, I'm eating this awesome food or oh my god, my fridge is full of food. Apparently my gratitude has to do with food a lot. But I do, I find... No, but it's feeling like... Like abundant, abundant things around. Yeah, And I do feel so lucky. I do feel lucky. I feel lucky to live in this country. Oh yeah. (coughs) I feel lucky to be a woman in this time. Yeah. Even though there's like a whole bunch of crap still out there. Yeah. I feel uh, like we're living in the best time that we could be living in. Do you feel like as a woman you have to fight? Like as a woman in this time, I feel like we have
0: suddenly had to step up. Right. As uh, having stronger voices. Yes. Do you feel
1: that pressure? I feel it more just with myself. Mm. And maybe that's narcissistic. But I feel like it's just important for me to make decisions that make me feel good as a woman. So treat myself well as a woman Mm -hmm. and be an example to myself and just raise the vibration in the world. So that I'm not going around being like, you have to put up with this or you have to not say something, you know. So... yeah I feel it just in my job you know just like to like myself more Mm -hmm. and to and to compare myself less and to beat myself up less and so that makes me feel better and I can go and be a better human to others and you know hopefully the vibration just continues to get higher you know I have never been I would be open to it I, I I feel that there's like a good amount of humanitarian work that I would like to do but I I feel overwhelmed when it comes to big causes. Mm. So I'm always like if someone just asked me to do it I would do it. I just don't know. I feel sometimes like I don't I don't necessarily feel comfortable being like a leader or spearheading things. Um why not? I don't know. I don't know. You're a big sister. I know. If, if someone asked me for help I'd be like absolutely yeah. but you don't have I would like to like to... put my face I, I feel I don't maybe it's because I don't feel good about like a high enough self-esteem that, right. that I'm like worthwhile I don't know but I feel sometimes just that uh like um maybe it's about taking responsibility maybe it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm scared this might be what it is I'm mm-hmm. scared to be the one in charge because sure. then I have to be responsible and accountable and what if I'm gonna let people down right so it's like yeah. you know to take on a big responsibility also comes with a great deal of responsibility sure yeah you know to other people and <laughs> but I'm starting to sort of gravitate towards I uh, I think mental health is a really important Huge. issue yeah and I would like to be more um, uh, I am open to and would like to um, be more active in that capacity yeah uh, you know in terms of like any kind of any kind of work like you know even just with people yeah um, I think because I've struggled myself with anxiety and depression, also the thing that comes to mind is like, will I get too drawn in, or will I go down? Yeah, because you know, that's scary too. Because we're right? actors, and, yeah. Because yeah, you're, you're empathetic, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel more like uh, I took Kate Ashby's improv class this year, oh which is God, so great. Everybody should take a class so with Kate good. Ashby. Yeah. She's the best. So, but Mad Prov, I hadn't seen it yet, but I'm excited to go and see a show of that. And she she said also to maybe take a session for that. Um, because you know she does, right? It's like amazing. Yeah, tell, tell me. Well, it's about so because it. I haven't seen it, but she works with um, patients from CAMH, yeah, and also um, actors, yeah, and so you have like the juxtaposition of people who are dealing with mental health issues. You know, just actually being on stage with people who. Technically, don't have mental health issues, but probably do. Um, yeah. Right, <laughs> but you're not liquor. as exposed. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and uh, like the vulnerability of that, and the yeah, real truth of that. I can I can only imagine what it must be like. I'm really looking forward to seeing a show. Right. Um, and maybe working. But you
0: were type. saying that maybe you're you're leaning towards working in a mental health capacity because of stuff that you connect to. For sure. Does that feel like, like, and I think you're right that you have to be careful not to get drawn
1: into it. Yeah. Like that's a scary thing too. because... Yeah. And having happen. boundaries and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I just don't know in what capacity, but I think, you know, when there was like mental health awareness day this month, a lot of people posted things on public, you know, social media, that kind of stuff. And I think that's the beginning of people talking about stuff because truthfully, I'm sure it's been going on for years and years. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why you have people doing crazy things to themselves and because in the past, nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a stigma. There's yeah. still a Stigma. You know?
0: Do you feel like you
1: can't talk about it? Like, do you feel there's a stigma for you as well? You know, the only time I feel like that is like if you know you're filling out a form for insurance. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, do I have to put this down? Or like, yeah. you know, you do a form for work or health, and have you ever, you know, suffered from depression? Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely that in in a regular there should be like yes no and one box that says duh <laughs> duh right <laughs> exactly duh when like, you're just hanging with people normally like yeah in our community specifically I feel like people are fairly open um yeah but to an extent to I an think, extent, think that I'm always like I I love the discussion of
0: it because it's so freeing it's the same thing as you were yeah. saying as soon as you say oh I'm having a bit of a crazy day yeah. today then you're like Phew. you feel normal yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you don't and have to keep it all talk inside. about anxiety and like even I was talking to my father yeah. about anxiety, he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sometimes I get anxious." Yeah. He's like,
1: "What do you mean?" <laughs> he's like, "But so I'm like, it true. happens." So like, cute. Yeah. And it's a generation that didn't talk about so, it, you know. And that generation before really didn't talk about it. Really didn't. So I remember, I for sure, my grandmother suffered, my mom's side from depression, but it wasn't spoken about. And for sure, my mom has had. She always says she doesn't, but like, i for sure seasonal. She has less anxiety than I do, but it's you know definitely. Um, they just didn't talk about it because it wasn't something that yeah. you talked about, and you just dealt with it on your own, you know? And so I feel fortunate that we do have a discussion about it. And then, like, Henry's generation is going to be, like, overexposed. Yeah, You'd be like, pull it back, buddy! Yeah, because yeah. he's been watching the Blue Jays, and, you know, Osuna had to be, like, Osuna was anxious. Oh. And he had to be taken, like, he took a game off. Oh,
0: I didn't Because he that. was anxious.
1: I was like, right. how awesome is that that they say that out loud, right? Yeah. Athletes actors yeah whatever like people who are in high stress situation you know I'm not like Usuna but <laughs> yeah but you still <laughs> I don't mean that. to compare myself to Usuna he's a really good pitcher but you <laughs> <laughs> My son makes me go and pitch for him, and that's what I always say. Honey, oh. I'm not Osuna. Like, he was mad at me. He's like, Mom, you keep pitching me foul balls. Oh, yeah, Mom. Come on. <laughs> take a class. He gets really mad. I'm like, no, I'm not a professional baseball player, honey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's really into baseball.
0: But you, you're such an open heart. I can imagine that you would be a huge asset to that kind of um,
1: work and that kind of... I, it's Discipline. it's something I'd be open to for sure, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know in, in what capacity, but and actually, Naomi, I'm only like voicing all of this right now. Yeah, I probably thought about it only in my head. So thanks yeah. for asking me questions well, about it. You
0: know, so, sometimes it's just a start. You got a real gift there. Oh, that's very sweet of you. So you know what I think is sometimes no, you when do. you want to um, thank you <laughs> when you want to start something. Sometimes it's also just making a phone call and saying you know what, I want to do a charity event. Yeah. And I need one other person. Yeah. And then let's just talk... And then you're accountable to one person, which isn't like... That's a good idea. You know? Like, if you... And, like, if you want to do something... For mental health uh, support or like a charity or something like that, it can be in different capacities. For it doesn't sure. have to be like sitting down with one-on-one. It doesn't have to be like no. That. Yeah, no, that. No, because that might sure. be too much for Yeah, it you. might be too much. <laughs> <laughs> right? But right now. Yeah, for right now. But like dip your toe into it. Maybe yeah. what it is is you organizing a dinner party that you charge a hundred bucks. Exactly. And you, give, you know what and I mean? And all the like, proceeds go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's like I good. just think that that's really creative. You do a lot of charity stuff.
0: I try to, do? yeah. Because yeah. it's also, but I'm just, it's I've just performed.
1: Like, Matt and I go and You're not, you, do jokes. You've been doing that. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, it's really so fun. fun. I like jokes. it. How is it working together? Like, how, how hell, do you find that? Hell. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's
0: you know, it's good and it's bad, yeah. right? Like, do you do you work with your husband in any no, capacity? No, he doesn't want to work with no.
1: me. No. <laughs> I'm always sad. like, can I be on the payroll? He, yeah. he, he, he sells wine. Yeah. He sells wine. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I would, but he's, he, he's very... Um, He's really good at what he does. He's but he's got a very specific way that he does it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. and it's hard husband and wife because like you, it's hard not to miss your work. It's sure you know, it you're is. You're very honest with that person. Uh, it's different than just having an employee. It's also the person that you love. And, yeah, you know. Are we fighting about this because yeah. of something that happened yesterday mm-hmm. or yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: But it's also the best. So rewarding. Like it's so. I like, can imagine being on stage with Matt is my one of my favorite things it must in the, be the world best. yeah it must but be it best. could also be the worst like sure. we've done shows before we like maybe you're having a bad let's night let's not speak again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to speak to you off stage but
1: <laughs> oh you're so cute <laughs>
0: yeah, that's amazing it works you know you make it work you've been married for how long
1: eight years yeah uh, yeah nine years that's an accomplishment too right yeah yeah you too. uh, uh three years married years, and years Together are together for like 10 years so, so, so been, yeah. Been, yeah common law yeah yeah, it's a long time it's it's like 10 years is the same as six years just like long and short yeah you know yeah
0: um, um okay two questions do you have any um idols or people that heroes in your life that you were are really inspired
1: by yeah i was thinking about been? that this afternoon on um, this morning mm-hmm. um so, a whole bunch of people came kind to of mind, but I'll keep it short. No, you can I'll tell everybody. It short. I like well,
0: celebrating I'm, people that are good to us, right? Yeah.
1: Well, I thought of like Anna Green Gables, first of all, because yeah. I was like such a big fan as a kid. Yes. And Aunt Charlie, and I loved Cherry Cordial, and I like how she wasn't perfect, and I like how she was messy and unkept. And, yeah. You know, I just liked her free spirit. Um, Do you like the new Anna Green Gables? Have you I have seen that? it. But It'll I, break your heart. I heard it's so good. It'll break your heart. And just the poster broke my heart, which is like...
0: You can't... <laughs> I was like, oh, We started watching
1: coming. it. I'm like, well, I can't watch this. It's, it's too... It's, it's, it's very like, real and so raw, much. right? Yeah. I heard that it's, like, very yeah, different from... Like, she just goes there, and I... Because it's the woman who produced Breaking, Breaking Bad. Yes, yeah. right, 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 yeah. 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 Um, no, but I'm looking I honestly it. had to leave the room because it was hurting my heart so oh my much. Gosh. And then Matt would just
0: tell me the Coles notes later on. I'm like, okay, thank you.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I'd say Anna Green Gables. I'll have to see that. Um, I really was... I've always been a big Joni Mitchell fan. Oh my god, yes. I like that she... Well, she's a genius, a musical genius, but she... Uh, artist, less, too. Artist. Yeah. And I remember reading like about her early childhood and... Just like she's from a super small town and like crazy strict parents and I just, her journey is fascinating to me, how she got where she is, like that kind of drive and dedication and perfectionism and, um, and artistry, like she gave up everything for her art. Yeah. You know, she, like that was her calling and.
0: That's um, such a hard thing in our industry, right? Because it's such a
1: business. Yeah. And then everyone's like, no, I'm an artist. Yeah. Like she's an artist and she, she maintained that even throughout, which so many artists, don't I mean I know she had a period where she felt like she was selling it or whatever but who Who doesn't who doesn't right and I sort of always think yeah who doesn't and I also think I always think of um Neil Young so two like very big like musical influences but not that I'm a musician but I do like music in my teens was like Neil Young and and Joni Mitchell yeah um and then in terms of like acting I uh I saw I remember when I was young I saw Liza Minnelli in Cabaret and I thought (gasps) she was so good she's so good that must have changed your life it did It was, it was like, that was around 19. Like, I remember that. Were you in LA at the time? No, I was at university. When I was in university, I saw a bunch of films that like kind of changed my life. I also saw Last Tango in Paris, which is like super intense and sexual. But I was like, this movie is amazing. Like, I remember thinking Marlon Brando was amazing. And um, Maria, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, Cabaret, that performance was like one of my favorite performances. Yeah. Um, Wait, did you see her live? Oh, no, just the movie. No, but yeah. still, I know yeah. those movies are really impactful for yeah. sure. Yeah, and Carrie Fisher. And, yeah. like, they're related, so I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, but I remember Carrie Fisher even as Princess Leia. Yep. And then later, right? For totally. her braveness and her, like, her wit and her career tra- trajectory and, like, what she did. Yeah, agree. With her, With her, like, career and her mind, like, what she overcame and continued to struggle with, but still produced art and still wrote and still... Yeah. Um... And she was so. I feel like she was so herself too. I she think was She was layered always, with drugs and always stuff. Always herself, but, yeah. and she was an advocate. And she was also not afraid. So yeah. she's brave. So she's like, this is who I am. Actually. Like you watch her interviews, and you're like, oh, that's just who you are. Totally. Yeah. And I think that maybe that helped. Um, for me personally, like when I read things of hers, it was it was helpful. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, and uh, um, there's so many. I'd that's like, okay. What about um? Because one of the things I do when I probably read don't anything. want. To- yeah. What? Yeah, I've like probably we're going over. No, no, that's okay. I'll I'll hear all of them. Do you have more? No, no, it's okay. I will. Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver was like I'll hear that my, one my for one sure. One of my, my uh, pretty early performances and also Jodie Foster and The Accused. Also Jodie Foster as a woman Jodie as Foster a, person. a person too. Because yeah, you see what she's doing and directing yeah. and yeah. And Drew Barrymore. I was influenced a lot by younger like younger like child actor. I think I had that of sort course. of like affinity a little bit. Uh, Drew Barrymore. But also just because I grew up with those, like, I remember her being in films. And yeah. She was so great. So. What
0: do you think that did to your psyche, having those um, role models?
1: Um, well, they were very positive. Yeah. I mean, they're strong women, right? Yeah. And they're very, um, it showed you that you can do it. You, you like, personally, I, I was like, oh, I could have that experience and then I could still have this experience. Yeah. So, you know, and yeah. early on, like, getting an idea about the world early on and then sort of. Uh, not being na- naive and then, you know, actually having quite a lot of information and being able to do something with it. Because, um, uh, yeah, both her and Jodie Foster had that and then went on to do, like, a lot of great things. Yeah, it's true. It's not
0: like you're like, who are your role models?
1: Um, princess,
0: uh, I don't know, Disney princesses, <laughs> Disney princesses and Ariel. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: well, like, our generation did. We had a lot of, like, strong... We did. Right? Yeah. But it was all masked and all that other stuff still. But, um, yeah, I think I think that there's so many yeah. great women out there um who are
0: you reading anything I always try to like uh, finish with like things that are inspiring for you are you reading anything these days I'm reading
1: about 10 books at once are you are you one of those people you have like 10 books on the go yeah it's kind of bad I did why I did it works for you right (laughs) it does it does um I usually read a lot of self-help um I'm reading the universe has your back Gavin Bernstein you like it yeah she's great she's great about it um she's very clear and direct and it's not so like fluffy, frilly, like sometimes the self-help and spiritual books are really like, I can't handle, she's pretty concise yeah, and she's very easy to understand. And even though it's repetitive, it's not so repetitive that you want to like smack your head against the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm got reading, it. I'm reading that. Cause that'd um, be like the worst kind of self-help book ever. Yeah. I read this book and it made me want to smack my head against the wall. <laughs> not so good. Not yeah. so good. Um, what else am I reading? Um, well, I have this book that I haven't started, but it's called All the Lights We Cannot See. Mm. And um, if my mom gave it to me, and I have it on my bedside table, so I'm technically going to read it. You're I have not trouble afraid. not reading, I, I read a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else am I reading? Um, psychology books. Oh my God, yeah. just light. Can you read those before you go to bed? Yeah, then? I like to. You can? I like to read them before. Doesn't it start your brain? brain? Kind of, and it's probably a way of like amping up anxiety it'd be it right. makes sense that I do that to myself
0: before, <laughs> <right> before that <laughs> it sabotage would make your sleep yeah
1: it would make sense um yeah what else the mermaid and the minotaur is a book oh my god I you're reading a you lot know. but the, I'm but, lucky if I read a book a year but I'm just reading them like slowly right and I yeah truthfully I read a lot of um I like blogs I'll read, mm-hmm. I'll read some blogs and I like um uh, who's I reading for a while? Oh, Shell Cheryl blog Shell Strayed's blog, mm-hmm. um, which she was under Dear Sugar for a long. Oh time. yeah yeah yeah, it was yeah. pretty great. Um, but I uh, I haven't been reading. Um, I haven't been reading as much since the summer started. Yeah yeah. And I and I would like to. My goal is to finish a couple books, like That's not good. just have six on the go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about um, what about music any music that's rocking yeah
1: I've, I've been loving Francis and the Lights do you oh, know this no this but I love hearing so what people good. are charged by because then I'm like I'm gonna go look it's at it's really good he's a one guy and it's and I'd say it's like my interpretation is like a cross between like Peter Gabriel and Von Iver mm, and it's very it's like, great it's electronic but it's very melodic and great words and um, yeah he's great love it's it. really good um, the new Arcade Fire is pretty good oh is it pretty. I love yeah, Arcade Fire yeah, yeah Arcade Fire my sister having me that um there's a new national song that i was listening to um chance the rapper <laughs> so you have a really <laughs> wide range of music i like a, i like a lot of music yeah. yeah and i always listen to 70s like yeah like sort of bluesy country like i'm a big bonnie Raitt fan and yeah love i like, it. like like linda brockstan like i could talk to you all day we're chatting a lot i know but i, I do really have a lot of like digress i digress no and i haven't talked I to you care. about the film i feel like uh, about first one down. That's
0: okay. Oh. We're going to... I haven't talked to you about that bike bruise on your leg either. Well, actually, an
1: interesting story. It's from a baseball. Oh. It's playing with my son. Oh. Yeah. He likes to use the big white ball. Like, of course he I'm does. terrified I'm going to hit him in the head and give him a concussion. He
0: should be terrified
1: of hitting <laughs> his mother in the leg. <laughs> it's so big. And I was like, ow, oh, that really hurts. And yeah it's a baseball bruise.
0: What's the... Um, what's your advice to people in this world do you have like something that you are that is your go-to saying to yourself
1: mm. it would be like along the lines of be yourself mm-hmm. it would be along the lines of like you know just it's kind of what you said like just do you it's mm-hmm. it's like you know I used to go to an audition and be like, how do they want it? How do they want me? How do they want, you know, this to be played? Mm-hmm. How can I get close enough to what they want? At the end of the day, I'm like, I'm this, so I'm going to give you this, and you're going to like this, or you're not going to like this, and to own it and to be okay with it, you know, and sometimes, you, you know, you're... So, yes, so in acting context, myself, and then in, in a human, everyday being with people context, myself, because people respect that more than you trying to please them or be something that you're not you know. Mm-hmm. So recently I've been trying like but yeah, yeah less less people pleasing and more just my that's myself. all we can do without Let's being a, without being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be like I'm just being myself.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think without, that's the quote underneath like just be yourself without being a jerk. Without being a jerk. Yeah. Exactly. But if yourself is a jerk, uh yeah. what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. And just and like everybody says it but just to care to care less because because there's so many more things to care about. Like, to care less about things, so it it's makes it yeah. sound bad. Don't don't care less about the world. Care less, like, about people's opinions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they really don't matter. It's almost like you're caring more about the world by doing that. Yeah. Because you're, like, liking yourself. Yeah. As opposed to someone else's opinion more than you. You know. Mm-hmm. Getting self-worth from inside. I
0: love it. No, no, not. You're you're wow. an amazing. These are woman. things that
1: I just strive for. It's it's like really new information still Let's processing. It. It's I, a lifetime. I bump in and out of it, you know.
0: We could honestly talk for another three hours <laughs> and I wouldn't be bored. I wanna know I what yours it. is. What? My saying? Yeah. Oh, um I don't I don't know. Like it changes
1: evolves. Um like well, most recently, like what do you tell yourself? What is it recently? I think it's that. Like
0: like um I don't know. That's a really good question. Well, it's your question. I'm just turning it back. Yeah. <laughs> know, Matt always gets mad at me. It's like, you should know the answers to your no, own questions. No, I'm being but a I think, I'm, I think it and is I'm like curious. in the world of like being yourself. But I, I think that like it's a it's a process you have to strive for, it, that it's not easy. Yeah. And that it, the more you can just embrace the fact that I'm a sensitive, I'm a very sensitive person yeah. and I'm not being ridiculous about it. And yeah. Like acceptance of who you are too. Yeah. It's a
1: pretty big deal. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I'm like, I'm anxious and I'm just going to be, but I, but you also have to find yourself like, you know, I can say every day I'm anxious. It's like what you put out there. And if I start just saying I'm a person who thinks about a lot of yeah. things in a sensitive way, yeah. it's, it's gentler. Right. Yeah. Cause if you go around going, I'm an anxious person, yeah. guess what? Every day you're, you're going to be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really shouldn't have had this cup of coffee. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you're inspiring yeah. me to give up coffee too. Oh, I think you're fantastic. I, I think, think you don't want to stop talking, but I do have to pee. Yeah, I have to pee really badly. Okay, we have to stop
1: talking. Now. I can't. Um, I'm on wiggling. No I'm problem. Wiggling. No problem.
0: Now, that was Rachel Wilson. So we, we wrapped it up because I seriously, I seriously had to pee. I couldn't even, like there were things that she was saying that I couldn't even concentrate on at the end because I was like, oh, no, I have to pee. Um, I'm sure it happens to Oprah, too. Anyway, we finished talking and she, uh, she said, oh, I didn't really talk about first round down enough. And uh, we sort of spoke about the fact that, you know, that she represents the movie, but she did um, give a little back story for First Round Down. So here it is now because it's such a great story.
1: Richard Krause said there's like a working class Tarantino. Oh. So it's like a scrappy sort of like heist comedy crime story with like great characters. Yeah. But it's like, it's like urban Hamilton. It's like, that's why it's gritty, not pretty. Great. It's great. It opens on, like, the hockey town and, you know, yeah. like, all that stuff. So. I
0: also think it's a departure for you, too, because you play, like, a lot of, like, Girl Next Doors. Yeah. So it was really cool to watch you being, like... I got to play both. No spoiler alerts, yeah, but, yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to show you with my... Like, that yeah, bit yeah. was, like, exactly. what?
1: She did that? Yeah. Like, it, it was fine. It was fun to do something different. And nobody's going to sure. see And smash any of Christian coming. over the head with a frying pan yeah. and, yeah. and stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was so great. Oh Peter God. Peter O'Neill, so great. Peter O'Neill was so great. Christian was so great. Yeah, that's all the cast were,
0: were super great. Yeah, Peter's the Peter's the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I no, feel, you guys, uh, I I will look forward to
1: seeing. Yeah, the. Have you worked with Peter? Have you worked? Yes. I feel like he's yeah, probably on the. Yeah, yeah, he's on, on the. D. D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has. He's such a good actor. He's and he can do both, um, really well, uh, comedy and drama.
0: Yeah, he's one of the. But, yeah.
1: yeah, it's like you, you straight. You can do it all.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Do
1: it all. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks thank you. so much, Amy. Let's go pee. Oh, my God.
0: So keep an eye out for First Round Down, and keep an eye out for Rachel Wilson, because she's fantastic. What a what a gal. Go follow her on Twitter. It's Rachel underscore Wilson1 and you have to spell Rachel properly which is R-A-C-H-E-L Rachel underscore Wilson1 uh, while you're over there follow us on Twitter and Instagram it's firecracker D-E-P-T and of course Facebook and um, our website all of that stuff I'd love to hear your feedback I'd love to hear what you thought about um, this discussion and I'd love to hear what uh, what other discussions you'd like me to have or if somebody that is in your life that you think I would love to hear a more in-depth discussion with that firecracker please please tell me and while you're at it mark on your calendars the last Sunday of every month we'll be going and doing a live Facebook chat Um, sometimes I have a guest, sometimes it's just me, but I'm always ready to chat about what's inspiring for you or what you're working on that maybe you'd like to put a little buzz out there. Love to hear about it. Um, thank you so much for listening. I really enjoy all your comments and all the feedback. Thank you so much for your support. All right. We'll see you next time. Go on out there, get inspired, be inspiring and have a fabulous week. We'll see you next time on the firecracker department. Bye.